night. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. bunch of fucked up ass shit to talk about so let's jump right in first one up talking for each other shit gang if there's one thing that i am all but convinced about it is the overwhelming majority of our problems today in the united states is that we don't listen to each other i mean i think i've said this going on what nine million times we, we have this incredible habit now of talking at each other talking for each other versus having an honest back and forth, right? I mean, it, it. I would say what's so hard about listening to someone for five minutes, but I don't want to insult my own intelligence. I know why it's hard. We, we've gotten to a point to where being correct is no longer enough. It, it's not that you have to be correct, it's that the other person has to be wrong, Right. People have asked me <clears throat> first up, first cough, shit. Hashtag unprofessional. You know, it's the whole, you know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady has been playing NFL football since the days of fucking Red Granger. I'm pretty sure when that fucker started, they weren't wearing fucking face masks. And so people ask, well, why? Why, why do he's got a trillion dollars? He fucks nothing but fucking uh, supermodels. He's got how many MVPs and Super Bowl rings? And the answer is simple. Tom Brady is still upset for being a six-round draft pick. It's not that Tom Brady has to win. Tom Brady has to crush every single scout that said, you know what, son? You're not good enough. That's why. That fucker is upset. And it's the same thing with today. It's no longer, oh, you know, I I won that debate. You know, it's, I got to crush the other fucker. And we're at the point now, it's by any means necessary, right? It's the whole, you know, atheism versus agnosticism argument, right? It's not that the agnostics and the Christians have to be right. It's that atheists have to be wrong. And again, the arrogance to speak for someone else, it's who in the fuck do you think you are? Right. And which kind of brings me to why this became a topic in the first place for the many reasons why it became a topic in the first place. How about another cough? <clears throat> Shit, throat loss in time. And so I responded to fuckface Kevin Sorbo like I normally do. Why? He's fuckface Kevin Sorbo. The overwhelming majority of his tweets are somewhere in between stupid as shit and are you fucking kidding me? Now, I don't remember what the fuck he said, but it was fucking ridiculous. So, I shot back at him pretty much, you know, you, you don't have room to talk, right? You, you, you call this ridiculous. Oh, it was something about, you know, COVID and getting vaccines and wearing masks and <clears throat> excuse me. God damn. You know what? Because I'm coughing a lot. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm. 
delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. But it was, you know, it was something ridiculous. And so I shot back with an overview of Christianity. Right. You think that you were born this horrible sack of shit. You're a sinner. That doesn't exist, by the way. You're a horrible sinner. And, you know, your God had to come down in bodily form for 33 years and kill himself to forgive himself. And shut the fuck up. And then someone shot back, <laughs> excuse me, with what they assumed was my worldview, or at least on whatever topic. And, you know, you're just some, you know, lefty who doesn't think that people should be allowed to carry guns, you know, for safety. I never once said that. Like, I never once said, now, I don't think you should be able to carry a fucking bazooka into Starbucks. But if you want to discreetly strap, go ahead. I mean, my stance, and maybe this is where this person was digging from. Maybe they saw some of my shit on Twitter. No, I do not think it is necessary at all. And I think at the end of the day, it's only going to cause harm. When you walk in literally to a fucking sandwich shop in broad daylight in an upper middle class neighborhood, and you were literally strapped to the fucking bone, like you are waiting for World War III to break out while you go get your turkey club on gluten-free bread. Give me a break. But this fucker just assumed that I am pretty much anti-gun. And if you ask me how it works, gang, <clears throat> is, again, there's no middle ground anymore. There's no 50 to 60 miles an hour. It's either you are a dead stop in park standstill or you were speeding at 110 miles an hour. And so I kind of think it's like people will take their view and just assume that you are the exact opposite. I mean, for real, the, it, there's a lady at work, of course, <laughs> and we've had this discussion on more than one occasion. And it's like, yo, this, this to me speaks nothing more to your inability <clears throat> to fucking listen. She and I have had this gun discussion many a times before. Now, this is someone who thinks that, yeah, when you go to the laundromat, you need to strap like Rambo, John Jay. I don't think that's necessary. And like I said, if you want to discreetly strap, go ahead. Like I said, I grew up with guns. Now, there will never be a gun in this house. I can guarantee you that. <clears throat> it's the one space that I can kind of control. But if you want to discreetly strap, go ahead and knock yourself out. But because I'm not jerking off all over myself in total agreement with her, she just assumes I'm the exact opposite. So much to the fact, again, this is about our fourth time talking about this, right? Well, it's, you know, Robert, I, I'm, I'm pro-gun and you don't think anyone should have guns at all. <clears throat> How many times are I going to fucking cough today? And my response is always, tell me when I said that. Seriously, tell me when I said that. Tell me when I said absolutely, positively, no guns at all whatsoever. Again, all we do is talk for each other. And we wonder why we can never agree on shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Again. Again, I, I think I've said this in other shows. I'm going to say it again now. The overwhelming majority of women in my life are conservative. They are. Now, the overwhelming majority 
Let's say I've got 10 female friends right here in Austin. I would say eight of them are conservative. And of those eight, seven truly believe that women should be able to choose what they do with their own meat. Now, if all you hear is Susie Q's a conservative without talking to Susie Q, again, if there's 10 things that make up a conservative and someone says, I'm a conservative, we get, we just automatically assume they're out of those 10, they are all 15. And they're not. Gang, very few people, at least I would hope, you know what? <clears throat> I take back what I just said. No, that because that's the fucking problem. Again, it, it, I would say very few people are either or. There are some topics that, you know, are either or, are black and white. But humans as a whole, for the most part, no, we're not. But we act like we are. That's why we have Fox News. <clears throat> Gang, I really am setting a record. And because I'm setting a record, hold on, you know what time it is. Shit. Oh, man. Delicious gin and truth and throat lozenges. Let's go. <clears throat> but that's why we have Fox News. You know, again, you guys have seen um, that that uh, video role on YouTube, probably. Well, they would just sit there and compare what Fox News has done over the last 12 years. The exact same issue handled almost the exact same way, except this one over here handled it as a Democrat. This one over here handled it as Republican. The exact same action will get two totally different reactions. <coughs> CNN's no different. <coughs> you guys are going to have to hear me cough. Y'all know these are all first takes. Fuck it. <coughs> again, no matter what the other side does, it is dead wrong. And again, we have lost. We once had it. We, we really did. We once had the ability to listen, have an honest conversation. And again, sometimes it is. It's going to be zero or 100. Sometimes it needs to be 50-50, 60-40, 80-20. gang, we actually did listen to each other. Now we don't. Again, it's <clears throat> I, I go back to my one of my biggest pet peeves as my brain's just sitting here racing. Again, you got a fuck face who apparently, if you're smart enough to defend a fucking dissertation, right, you're smart enough to just have basic listening skills that we expect a fifth grader to have. How many times has someone like fucking Dr. Fuckface Frank Turk been told what atheism is? I mean, smack dab in the middle of debates and discussions. And he was like, oh, you're an agnostic. It's like, not only am I telling you I'm an atheist. And someone will reference his last debate. We're like, okay, Joe Blow, he told you what atheism is. But again, we again, it's because we don't listen. We, we pretty much go into just about every conversation with a script and a preconceived notion of what we think the other side's going to say. And again, if you, if you want to know why, gang, your boat is only, you know, traveling in right-handed circles it's because the other or is not in the fucking water. And, and that's what it's like having discussions with people today. I'm probably no different nor no better, but we all need to step up our fucking games on this one. 
Well, I just threw myself under the bus. And we're about to switch gears. And you know how we switch gears in this show. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. <laughs> Next one up, Abby Shapiro. <laughs> now, if that last name sounds familiar, gang, it's because it is. Abby Shapiro is the sister of Ben Shapiro. Now, I have trashed her monkey ass in previous episodes. I trashed her in my last episode when I talked about her because she has a channel called Classically Abby, of which I can take about three minutes of per, per sitting. She's just ridiculous. But I also know she has a product to sell. So I also say I'll never shit on another person's hustle. Go get them, right? But one of the things that she preaches is being super conservative, super modest. She even has uh, a couple of episodes teaching women how to dress, right? Don't, don't you want only your husband to desire you? Why are you wearing yoga pants? You know, if you're blessed up top, wh why are you wearing skit? Shut the fuck up. Again, not only women, but men, we all should be able to dress how we want to fucking dress. And again, the old time saying, don't teach women how to dress, teach boys not to rape. Because again, I've been told this, you've heard shit like this, that what she was wearing meant she was inviting it. Yeah, no, you fucking intellectual barbarian, you fucking mental troglodyte. That's exactly how it doesn't work. But back to fuckface Abby Shapiro. Again, the hypocrisy to tell women to pretty much wear fucking robes every day, all day, show off nothing, has got nudes out. And again, not tasteful, artistic, that paintings or some shit that you see in the Louvre. Wrong, mister. I'm talking about shit that you have to pay for premium memberships online porn. I mean, let me tell you something. And again, I've said before, I do not look up celebrity nudes. I don't. <laughs> I think it's a cheap shot because 99% of those, like Aaron Andrews, that I, I, if you ask me right now, what does she look like naked? I've got no idea. She, she, she was getting dressed in her hotel room and she had a stalker who went straight up porky style, drilled a hole so he can take pictures of her walking around bucket ass naked. I, I it's you no. Know, Hope Solo, N name him. I won't look at it. Bo, but I looked up fucking Abby Shapiro. Yes, I did. Because she sat up there like, don't do this, don't do that. And everything that she admonished is exactly what she's fucking doing. And let me tell you something. Hashtag, she's not ugly. And again, these aren't artistic nudes that you see in an old school classic museum. Nope. Not unless the rules have changed. She, she's sitting there and some dude's got a bird's eye view of her, like POV porn. Dude's got like a fucking 19 inch dick, titty fucking her quadruple F boobies. Are you fucking kidding me? But yeah, she's telling everyone else what not to do. But back to fucking Abby Shapiro. So, <laughs> and got the point of why I brought her monkey ass up in the first place. Last year, I saw a video of her and she has many of these. Talking about masculinity. <clears throat> now, the reason why this has got my goat. It, again, it, it, 
a lot of it, and I had to find out who this fucker was. Harry Styles is a singer. I thought he was an actor. Nope. Harry Styles posed with uh, for a magazine cover in a dress. And so the hardcore conservatives like her, fuckface uh, Candace Owens, they jumped on this dude's back for wearing a dress. Talking about, you know, where's masculinity going? The left is destroying masculinity. <laughs> Gang, and, and this is why some boys end up having ulcers the size of fucking footballs before they get out of the ninth grade. It's this stupid ass standard of what is and is not masculine, what a boy can and can't wear. Again, who are you to define what makes up someone else? I vote you shut the fuck up. Because here's the thing, gang. If you were to make a chart and the top 25 points of what you think is masculine, what you think is an alpha male, macho, all that stuff. Of those 25 points, I match all 199 of them. I am 6'3". I'm 245 pounds. I work out like a fucking madman. I've played just a little bit of NFL football. I've got 7th degree black belt, 6th degree black belt. Fuck me. And gang, even with that resume, I am no more or no less masculine than the person who wears tights, a dancer's belt, and does the fucking ballet. And again, it's especially Abby with her hypocritical ass self. Who is she to set the definition of masculine? Now, again, this lady speaks fluent fucking hypocrisy. She keeps talking about how manly her husband is. That he wears jeans and that he's a real man. I looked up her fucking husband. Oh my God. Again, if we're just basing this off of fucking stereotypes. If we're just basing this off of stereotypes. Gang, that's the guy who back in the 80s when I started playing football. That's the guy that we would have held down. And 17 used jock straps would have been put over his face after football practice. This dude is one shorter than his wife. Again, if I'm just going off of stereotypes, because let me tell you something, I wouldn't have a problem. Now, she'd have to be tall as shit. <laughs> but if a woman was taller than me and I had the hots for her, bring it the fuck on. But again, stereotypes, he is shorter than his wife. <clears throat> Yeah, just based on stereotypes, he has this little girly smile. He is not masculine or muscular at all. I'm pretty sure if you gave that guy an axe and pointed to a tree, he would say, what do you want me to do with this? And so, again, it, it's it's the hypocritical nature of fucking Abby Shapiro. <laughs> again, telling women to pretty much be a nun while she's out being a fucking stripper. And you know what? I don't have a problem with either one. Knock yourself out. But stop preaching A while you are doing fucking B, Abby. And again, this thing about what is and is not a man, what is and is not masculine, only you get to define what is masculine. Again, me, I expressed my masculinity 
by doing pretty much all things stereotypical. Again, it doesn't get much more quote-unquote masculine than playing football. But if someone else's version of masculinity is uh, learning how to sing opera, knock yourself out. Okay, speaking of fucking opera, so Ben Shapiro plays the violin, right? <laughs> and I've already, and again, I cannot believe this fucker opened up his mouth. But again, when that lady and Sarah, uh, what was Sarah's last name? But when Sarah was uh, handling the place kicking duties for Vanderbilt last football season, and Ben Shapiro's monkey ass had the audacity to get up there and critique her. And like I said, it, 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 if a high pitched voice, squeaky voice playing the violin, or someone who plays college football, and if I told you, pick which one you think is a guy, every single last one of you would be dead fucking wrong. But the reason why I brought that up, apparently their family is musically inclined. He plays the violin, and apparently he's quite good at it. They, I've heard that Abby was a fucking uh, opera singer. She may very well be, but she sucks at it. Gang, I've got no musical training at all whatsoever. But I know at least good music when I fucking hear it. And there was a video that I saw of her at CPAC. And she sang the national anthem in opera. Oh my God. It was, y'all remember that Miss Teen USA pageant when the, uh, the host of it asked that little girl, Yes, I called her little girl. Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> you know, something about, you know, Americans, you know, not being able to academically achieve or couldn't point out something on a map. <laughs> well, uh, U.S. Americans uh, somewhat and therefore kind of sort of uh, U.S. Amer Remember how embarrassing you were, embarrassed you were for her? That's exactly how I felt when I listened to Abby Shapiro's monkey ass sing. Oh, say can you see? It was horrible. Now, either she just had her worst showing as an opera singer, or she really can't sing. Holy shit. And again, some more hypocrisy. <laughs> right? Give me a break. Abby, what comes out of my butthole when I'm just trying to squeeze out a fart to make myself laugh sounds better and has more pitch and tone and intonation than your monkey ass does. And apparently you're a trained opera singer. Please do us all a favor and never sing that song ever the fuck again. But back on point before I move on again, it, it however it is gang, you want to express masculinity or even femininity, knock yourself out a again. The, the all world female power lifter who's fucking my size who listens to Welcome in the Jungle? Welcome to the Jungle while she put goes ass to ankles for reps with a 405 pound squat. She is just as feminine, if that's how she identifies, as your stereotypical Southern Belle Alpha Fee sorority pledge. Right? Again, it's it's having to fit in these ridiculous boxes that aren't necessarily who we are. Because let me tell you something, and I've told people this before, right? It, uh, of all the things that make me quote unquote masculine and alpha, gang, on the inside, I am softer than baby shit. And I have no problem saying that. 
Right. And, and that's why when people say things like, oh, Robert, he just acts so tough on the inside. He's a teddy bear. It's like, OK, first and foremost, fuck you. Second, I've never acted, quote unquote, tough. And three, if you're saying that, that means you are looking at me. You aren't listening. Kind of back at what I said in the beginning. Because, gang, if you ever listen to me while I'm in my private, my professional life, all I ever do is talk about my fucking feelings. Right. Again, if you get if you just judge me on my resume, my physical resume and how I look. But I mean, fuck, I, I, I cry at feminine product commercials. Oh, my gosh. Did she ask? Did she do so? Summer Eve? I mean, fuck me. Right. I, I went to uh, uh, Broadway. I saw Fosse, the musical. And let me tell you something. I watched that shit. Literally, I think we watched it on a Saturday and either that Monday or that Tuesday was the Tony Awards. That cast won every single fucking last category. It was the single most tremendous thing I have ever seen. And they did fucking a Mr. Bojangles rendition with the principal dancer, Desmond fucking Richardson. Now, if you don't know who that is, you need to look him up right now. This is a beautiful man. And God be, and I don't know shit about ballet, but again, I know good when I fucking see it. And gang, the, the whole premise behind the Mr. Bojangles shit, there was a guy in the corner singing with a very dim spotlight on. And then you had Mr. Bojangles, an older looking guy. And then Desmond was his shadow. Everything that Miss, uh, Mr. Bojangles did looked horrible. His shadow did it perfectly. Now, I'm trying not to cry. This is how fucking beautiful his performance was. And at the very end, gang, I'm getting goosebumps. At the very end, the, the last line of the song was, Mr. Bojangles, dance, dance, dance. Now, what they were setting up was Mr. Bojangles was dying. And as he walks off the stage, oh, God. And if you guys can see my fucking goosebumps right now, holy shit. <laughs> and as he's walking off the stage, because he's walking into the light, you know what I mean? Mr. Bojangles, the older guy, he starts to straighten up all his, you know, bad joints, his bad back, his cirrhosis. Of, it's all going away. And as he walks off the stage into the brighter and brighter light, Mr. Bojangles starts to stand up more and more and more. Desmond, his shadow, he now absorbs all those ills. And so as one stands up, the other one starts to crouch. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gang, I got up and I the first thing out of my fucking puke hole was the word bravo. I've never used the word bravo in my life. And I'm, I'm literally still sitting here with fucking goosebumps. I had tears streaming down my fucking face. And I am... Bravo, Desmond, bravo! And at first, everyone looked at me like, what the fuck is his problem? And then they realized, you pretty much just saw God perform. Now, again, if you were just to look at me, the last thing you would think is I would have that kind of reaction to something so, quote unquote, girly. Again, it, you're, you're busy looking at me. You're not listening to me, right? And I told someone at work a long time ago, but that whole bullshit about, you know, you only act tough. I'm like, man, fuck you. Here's my thing about acting tough. 
I told this person, if, show me a big athletic man and I will show you someone who was probably a big athletic child. Now, what walks hand in hand with that is, like me when you were playing soccer or some shit, every, you are constantly being made aware of everyone around you. Right. Oh, slow down. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. You've already had the ball. Give the ball to Johnny. Give the ball to John. Okay. So, oh, you're going to run over Steve. Stop, stop. You are constantly being made aware of your surroundings. You are constantly being asked to sit next to Joel during lunch because he has no friends and he's being picked on. Right. So you grow up a sensitive ass dude. Right. And I just look down and I'm looking at the clock. We're pushing the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel, as I hit puberty, the weasel is about to be drained. I'm going to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. wrap up uh apparently this was a little therapy session for me but the whole what the fuck is that hold on shit this motherfucker okay still going all right so on with my little therapy session there (laughs) and again if you are young and athletic you are constantly being told to look after someone else that's why in my non phd fucking uh psychology as self-saying that's why the guys who are fucking trapped in a third grader's body their entire life, that's where your Napoleonic complex comes from, right? Those are the guys who were looked after so much as kids. Now they want to prove it as adults, how tough they are, right? And again, it, 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 to tie this back into what I was talking about is, again, this stupid-ass definition of masculine, again, if you just... Harry Styles is just as masculine, if that's how he wants to identify, as honestly Abby Shapiro's petite fucking husband. I mean, it's hanging these fucking, again, look at me. I'm a big fucking dude. And people are still shocked when I tell them, and it's like, you know, someone made Robert cry. And it's like, okay, if your big accomplishment at the end of 24 hours that you made me cry, you know, by shipping me some fucking clip of someone in the Special Olympics giving it everything they have, still coming in dead last and celebrating like there's broke the world record. I'm going to cry my monkey ass off. That is a beautiful moment. And then we were like, you, you cried at that? I was like, yes, why wouldn't I? The bigger question is, why didn't you? What the fuck is wrong with you? That was beautiful. But again, it's when we sit here and we hang these stupid ass labels on each other, right? Again, that's not masculine. Who are you to fucking say that? Again, Dick Butkus. One more example before I move on. If you don't know who that is, look his ass up. When you think of middle linebacker play, when you think of tough son of a bitch, you think of Dick fucking Butkus. 
That dude fucking ate lightning. He shit out fucking thunder. He wiped his ass with tree bark. He played football during the single most barbaric fucking time, and he matched it. Now, if you sit there like, well, what's masculine? You would point to fucking Dick Butkus. He, you would, right? And the horse jockey, who's five foot three, who has an eating disorder, so the horse, that horse doesn't have to carry that much weight. Tiny as shit. You can see his rib cage. He has a high little pitch voice like this. He's just as fucking masculine. If that's how he wants to identify. So again, assholes like Abby Shapiro. I'm telling you, this, this bullshit conversation. It's I'm serious. It, it is what's giving boys complexes and issues. It's what make uh, it's it's this unrealistic standard. That apparently you're supposed to meet. Now, again, I'm going to throw a punch for boys, probably because I'm a boy. Right? Again, it's. Y'all remember, I mean, if you're Generation X and you were into comics, you guys remember what Superman and Batman used to look like? Yeah. And as time went on, they start to look more and more like fucking uh, <laughs> Mr. Olympia, like Dorian Yates and Flex Wheeler and shit like that. And it was creating an unrealistic standard for young boys. It just was. There were issues surrounding like muscle and fitness in Flex magazines, right? I'm not going to sit here and say young men have it harder than anyone else. I'm not, but I'm definitely pointing out there, there were some issues, right? What's masculine? It's Flex Wheeler. You know, what they didn't tell you is that he was taking $10,000 worth of fucking performance enhancing drugs a month, right? But again, it's this unrealistic standard or it's this stupid standard of what we think masculine is. So again, whether you want to wear a dress, blue jeans, whether you want to fucking work with your hands and change carburetors and engine blocks and shit like that, or you want to fucking be a director of the Philharmonic. Masculine is what the fuck it is you call it. Well, we're going to turn the page. And because we're going to turn the page, you know how we do it in this show. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jana and Truth. Let's go. All right, gang. So while I was training the weasel, this wasn't even on today's uh, show list. But I, I, I walked past the people's TV and I saw 14 more states have joined in with Alabama and Texas to, to pretty much make voting mission fucking impossible. Now, again, we, we are, and this is definitely a tie-in to the last topic, but we are still creating solutions for problems that just don't fucking exist. And again, the people who are passing these laws, the people that are sitting in a pitch session saying, I think this is a good idea. Again, gang, it's not that they're not even trying anymore. They are bragging that they don't give a fuck. Again, these stricter voting rules target one portion of the population. Guess who it is? Again, th this, this fear, that widespread voting fraud. And let's again, let's keep it real. That widespread uh, voting fraud is the only reason why Trump is not the president of the United States right now. They're, they're trying to solve that problem. Well, guess what, fuckfaces? It's not a problem. It's never been a problem. And again, I know I fuck shit up. But again, I, I found out after this last election pretty much how much of a scientific process 
you know, uh, counting ballots actually is. Right. And in that mathematical formula, they have already tabulated X amount of digits just for fraud. <laughs> and they have said on more than one occasion that even with fraud already tabulated into the count, it's not enough to sway a major election. It just isn't. Right. What's the old wives tell? I hope it was a wives tale. That there's X amount of like rat droppings that's allowable in fast food products, right? Gang, it, there's no such thing as a perfect system, right? There's going to be a chink in every armor, right? There's a smog, <laughs> the dragon from uh, The Hobbit. That fucker was bulletproof, arrowproof, as a matter of fact. But there was one patch under his belly, right? There's no such thing. As a perfect fucking system. The American voting system is no exception. But they've already tabulated shit in to, to make sure that, yeah, we're, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. And we're going to tabulate for the fact that people are going to cheat. And even counting the number of people who have cheated. Hate to tell you this, Trump supporters, you're fucker lost. And now we're making voting harder on people because, again, the people they are targeting, they are more than likely going to vote Democrat. Gang, th this this is ugly is actually what this is. This is embarrassingly fucking ugly what the United States is doing right now. I mean, how far in the past can we reach? Right. It's the literacy test before voting. Right. I mean, Again, and again, it's usually coming out of the side who's telling everyone else, why can't you get over it? I repeat my solution. Instead of asking us, why can't you get over it? Maybe you should ask yourself, what have I done to help them? I mean, seriously, I think it was easier to vote as a minority or a poor person back in 1943. And here we are in 2021 and we are doing nothing but making the process more difficult. You would think it would be the exact opposite. I mean, if you have the opportunity, gang, to drive a Tesla, a Mercedes, an Audi, or a Model T Ford, which one would you fucking choose? We've gotten better at technology, right? You don't have to get out in the front and crank your car anymore. You don't have to put your feet on the ground to stop it like the fucking Flintstones. Teslas don't even need you to put your fucking hand on the driver's wheel anymore. Same thing here, right? In the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, it was hard for a certain portion of the population to simply cast a vote. There was once upon a time where a certain portion of the population straight up couldn't vote. And now here we are. Again, every single last one of you, you have a supercomputer in your back pocket right now. The iPhone, the Android. Do you guys not realize that that computer is more powerful? Seriously, it is more powerful, has more capabilities than the computers they use to put man on the moon in the 60s. That's how far we've come. <clears throat> but one thing that we can't seem to figure out is how to make voting easier. For our for eligible citizens, again, we are still creating 
solutions for problems that do not exist. Gang, that is a perfect tie-in for the last topic of the day. We're going to switch gears. And on this show, you know how we switch gears. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jana and Truth, let's go. Lastly, but not leastly, the pride flag. I think it's appropriate that we have this discussion. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to all LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters. Happy Pride Month to those who sit as allies. And happy Pride Month, especially to you assholes still holding on to homophobic and transphobic mindsets. Hashtag go fuck yourself. I don't think I've hashtag enough in this show today, but we may have to do it a whole lot because this topic is going to be shitty. So again, we are creating, and by we, I mean Trump supporters. Gang, Bubba's now looking at the outside. It's actually not bad so far. It's going to get up to 88 degrees, which doesn't sound so bad until you realize we're still kind of recovering from last night's rain. So it's going to be human as shit. Should I let El Bubba outside? Let's give it a shot. Hold on. Come on, Bubba. You want to go out with your brother? Nope. What a shock and surprise. All right, so the four-legged meatloaf didn't want to go outside. Well, let's keep going. Okay. So the other side, and by that I mean pretty much the Trump supporters, the, the, the good news is there's a good chance this is not going to fly because it's being pitched by Marjorie Taylor, fuck face, fuck me, fuck you, fuck clans people, fucking Jewish space lasers, fucking white men are the real victims, Cro-Magnon man, open mouth breathing, knuckle dragging, CrossFit will defend me from fucking COVID green. She has absolutely no power. Like I've said before, at this stage, she is nothing more than a fucking Trump cheerleader. She has no power. So the good news is it's, it's got no teeth. It's got no teeth. But again, to, to quote noted historian and philosopher Donald Trump, they are not sending their best. I mean, you got fuckers like Green, Louis Gomer. They're behind this. So I, I, I'm pretty confident, maybe, that this isn't going to work out. But it's the only old glory protection act. Are you fucking kidding me? It's no different than the Star Spangled Banner uh, Song Protection Act bullshit. Gang, the United States flag has never been under attack ever. Right? And I can hear some of you right now. Oh, Robert, what about burning the flag? Shut the fuck up! Again, freedom of speech and expression protects the speeches and expressions that you don't agree with. You're allowed to burn the flag. You're also allowed not to like it. But that person, if they bought it and they got the gas in the matches, fuck you. That's their choice. But in this country, the United States flag has never once been under attack. Now, the parameters of the um, Old Glory Protection Act is one only, and again, it, it, it's how they word it, gang. That's the fucked up part. That's the fucked up part. Only the American flag 
is allowed to fly outside of any American embassy or federal building. That's how they word it. What they're targeting is the gay pride flag uh, hanging because it's been done before. I think they're trying to do it or doing it now. So they're not outright saying no, no pride flags, but they're making it to where only the American flag can hang in front of an embassy or a United States federal building. How fucked up is that? Again, and fuckface Marjorie Taylor Greene was talking about uh, the only flags, not flags that symbolize hatred for America should not, you know, hang on embassies. Now, believe it or not, I agree with her. And you know what? You probably do as well, right? But here's the thing, gang. What she calls hate isn't. Again, they, they call themselves constitutionalists and they love all these monuments and shit. You know that big tall lady that's sitting in New York? You know, the, the gift from the French, outstretched arm, holding a torch, holding a book in one hand, sullen look on her face, a crown. I'm sure somewhere on that national monument, there's some words about bring me your huddled masses and shit like that. <laughs> Basically, it's come one, come all. I, I think that includes our gay brothers and sisters, our bi brothers and sisters, our lesbian and trans brothers and sisters, our non-binary brothers and sisters. In, in what universe does the rainbow flag translate to hate? Right? And again, I've said it once. I'll say it again. Christians think more about gay sex than what gay people do. There's nothing wrong with busting a nut. I don't care who you are or how you identify. Now, some of you are already in the back of your mind. So here, let me fucking clarify. Again, if your sex act does not include a victim, I don't give a shit what you do. I just don't. I do not care what you do. I have enough problems of my fucking own. And if I didn't have any problems, I still wouldn't care what you do. Knock yourself out. Because at the end of the day, let's keep it real. That's what they're afraid of. You've heard it. I've heard it. When we talk about, you know, marriage equality and gay people being in relationships, I've been told to my face what they do is disgusting. I'm like, okay, even if that's true, they're not inviting you to their bedroom. They're not even asking you to think about it, right? At the end of the day, a relationship is a fucking relationship. You're going to sit on the couch. You're going to watch some sports. You're going to fuck from time to time. You're going to talk about your financial future. You're going to walk your dog. You're going to fight every once in a while. And again, if all you think see is the sex, it's because that's all you're thinking about. But again, in no way, shape, or form is the rainbow flag a symbol of hate. But you want to know what is? The Confederate flag. We fight for the Confederate flag in this country tooth and fucking nail. Did you know that? People, you know, oh, I'm not watching NASCAR anymore because they don't shut the fuck up. Again, you guys are so fucking stupid. You don't see what we see when we look at you. And can you hear a pop-up parking in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. I'm telling you, he is going to catch that squirrel. He has caught a great mini squirrel before. And this one's fuck. This one's lasted the longest. 
It, it has. But I can guarantee you <laughs> that squirrel does not have 60 days left in him. He does not know who he is fucking with. <laughs> Papa does not take any shit from rodents. Good luck, squirrel. But back on topic, the Confederate fucking flag. What the hell is the matter with you guys? In what universe does a rainbow symbolize hate, but the Confederate flag is a proud part of American history? I just, I would say I don't understand y'all, but I do. You're full of hate. Again, the exact same group of assholes who thinks Colin Kaepernick should love it or leave it, fight like hell to keep Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis up front and center in everyone's fucking face. <laughs> Again, grade A projection. Grade A hypocrisy, Abby Shapiro. The exact same side who talks about cancel culture. They just canceled the gay pride flag. Again, it, it's... If, if it wasn't so fucking funny... I would start crying. I mean, fuck. And again, I keep thinking about uh, fuck face Josh Hawley. I really do. Because that was, to me, the single greatest example of sore winner. It's the single greatest example of shut the fuck up. It's the single greatest example of white entitlement. Right? Here's a dude. Because <laughs> I actually heard this yesterday where uh, he was at CPAC. This was after Simon and Schuster cut his ass loose. And again, he's talking on CPAC in front of a group of thousands of people complaining that his book deal was canceled. But don't worry, don't worry. You know, they're 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 pumping it up on other websites, and he named off like five websites. You can still buy my book, but they they're there, they they canceled me, they canceled me. And again, the interview that will always stick out is you know, an interview on CNN. Again, CNN is not your neighborhood public access channel, right? CNN has millions of viewers a night, and it was a back and forth, and the CNN reporter was trying to keep Josh Hawley on topic as he's going on one of his famous fucking irrelevant rants. And as she was interrupting, to like, yo, what about this and this and this? Let's kind of stay here. He was like, oh, 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 you can't silence me. No, 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 you can't silence me. Don't censor me. You can't cancel. Shut the fuck up. And that's exactly what the host said. It's like, dude, calm down. You're on CN fucking in right now. There are 2 million people watching you right now. Just answer the fucking question. But again, the side that complains about cancel culture the most is doing the most amount of canceling. They just canceled the gay pride flag. Are you fucking kidding me? And again, whether you realize it or not, you've got gay relatives. Whether you realize it or not, you've got gay coworkers. Whether you realize it or not, you've already taken a piss or a shit next to a trans person. But here's the thing, gang. At least for people like that, I'm sure, again, if you're listening to this, you're probably on my side. Gang, your sexual orientation is like your underwear or your socks. It is only one part. Actually, I know lots of people who'd never wear underwear. Hashtag use a nasty bastard. But it's like your underwear or your fucking socks. It is only one part of your outfit. 
right? You are not your socks, right? You got your socks, you got your shoes, you got, you got everything. Your sexual orientation, be it gay or straight or wherever you fall on that spectrum, it's only a part of you, right? And here's the thing, again, if you are listening to this, you already know that, right? Again, it's the gay agenda. It's the gay agenda. What's the gay agenda? They, They have the exact same cares and concerns that we all do. But again, it's those types of people who makes their homosexuality all they are. Again, the whole stupid, I remember watching, and this was right before I stopped hate listening to Jesse Lee Peterson. And again, if you don't know who that is, congratulations. <clears throat> but he was interviewing a former army ranger. Now, gang, army rangers are some bad motherfuckers. They just are, right? That, that is the army's version of the SEALs. It is their version of fucking Marine Recon. These, these fuckers are top notch. And Jesse's interviewing him, and he just so happened to find out that he's gay. And then Jesse did the whole thing, you know, you know, ruining morale and all. Shut the fuck up. By the way, Jesse never enlisted. <laughs> Excuse me. But again, you again, you've served next to a gay person. And you know what they did? Their fucking job. They took your six. They made sure no one was gunning for you. They did their fucking job. Their sexuality that who they're attracted to had nothing to do with the fucking mission. Football players, you know, it'll, it'll ruin morale in, in the lunch. Shut the fuck up. You've already blocked for a gay dude. You've already tackled a gay guy. You probably had a head coach that was gay. And not a single time while you were bent over in your tight white see-through pants did they just come up behind you and jerk off all over your back. That's never happened. They did their fucking job, right? And so again, they are obsessed with gay sex and they think probably because their fucking book tells them that these are horrible, dangerous people and they just canceled the gay pride flag all because it's apparently a symbol of hate all the while fighting like hell to fly the Confederate flag because it's a proud part of American heritage. Right? And again, and it's not just fuck faces like, you know, Cro-Magnon man, uh, fucking Marjorie Taylor, fuck face green. You've got assholes like Ron DeSantis. <laughs> again, the, the most, I don't know what was more disgusting about that fucking clip, but y'all all saw it, of him signing that bill into law into in Florida, protecting women, which again, at least on this front, never needed protecting But now in the state of Florida, just like in the state of Texas, you have to compete in terms of high school sports because the NCAA has a different rule on this one. I can't believe I actually agree with something the NCAA did. That makes me feel bad inside. God, I still hate the NCAA. And because I hate the NCAA, hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Gin and truth. Let's go. How the fuck do I stay on topic sometimes? But back to fuckface Ron DeSantis. So now, like the UIL here in Texas, I don't know what the governing league for high school activities is in Florida, but now their version of the UIL says you have to compete 
in whatever activity according to what was on your birth certificate the day of your birth. And he sat there and he signed it with a smile on his face with a little girl by his side. Now, I don't know if that child was his daughter or not, but again, we're seeing right through you, asshole. That child was a prop. Again, if you think that trans people, and again, let's keep it real. It's trans women. It's trans women that we're talking about here. They're putting that little girl in front because if you don't think that she should be allowed to compete against only cisgender women, that means you hate that little girl. She was a prop, right? And again, I'm still, we are all still waiting for these numbers to just start piling in to show where trans women have just absolutely, positively dominated cisgender women on the battlefield. Where are these numbers? And again, let me spot you, because fuckface Ron DeSantis did this. <clears throat> uh, was it up north somewhere? I think it's actually the Midwest. But yeah, he actually showed a video, because there was two trans girls who are competing as girls. Now, I'm pretty sure, if I remember the story correctly, these girls, they're not on any hormones. They identify and they compete as women, young girls. Now, yeah, they're kicking some ass. They are, right? And they actually did. And you know it's bad when you're on Glenn Beck's show and I'm trying Michael Knowles. There's a little girl. And Prager you, they put this little girl on Prager you, holy shit, kid, turn away from the dark. But she lost. And she made the claim, which, which if I'm not mistaken, wasn't true. But she she lost to these girls. Now, as a result, she apparently lost out on scholarship offers because they were only looking at like the top three or four. Well, her finish in those 100 meters bumped her down and Turns out, if I'm not mistaken, it was like that heaven is for real, kid. Yeah, it was a bogus story. She was lying, right? But holy shit. Gang, I'm just getting more and more long-winded because I'm looking at the clock again. And I'm pushing them off the 29-minute mark again. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. I'm going to freshen up. This delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. And I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. Let's go. So back to these two girls that were uh, running track and the little girl who said that she was this poor, helpless victim. Again, she wasn't telling the truth, gang. She just wasn't. Right. So, again, and while, you know, right before he uh, signed that bill, he showed the video of those two trans girls wrecking shop. So, yeah, I'll spot you that one. Right. Again, what are the other ones? And I got damn it because I didn't. Emmy, if you hear this, I'm so fucking sorry. But, you know, uh, the trans woman who cycles, right? She's a PhD. She's smart as shit. And she's, and the reason why I bring it up, 
because she's the one who's kicking some of these studies about trans athletes, right? Now, what are they going to do? They're, they're going to bring out the times where the uh, trans woman cyclist, who, who is not a small woman, she's not, and there, there are pictures of her winning the race by a lot and then on the medal stand. And again, she is not a small woman. And they got, you know, the two dejected looking cis women, you know, five, five, 113 pounds. And then they've got the winner sitting up there at six foot nine, 377 pounds of pure muscle. You know what they don't share with you? Those girls, literally the two women on her side, they've beaten her before. Like lots of times. Right. And what's the other one? Fallon Fox. Let's bring out Fallon Fox. Again, I, I told you all this. When I first started doing the episode, yeah, yeah, Fallon Fox cracked someone's skull. She absolutely did. But like I said, it's not because she was trans. Nope. It was the technique she used. She monkey clenched the shit out of the back of some other lady's neck, shoved her head down while she drove her knee up. Again, gang, that is quite literally the same as me winding up a shovel. And swinging it at your face. You're going to go down. I'm going to crack your skull. And I, she did it not because she was trans. Nope. She did it because the technique was tremendous. Right? And so, again, that's what everyone's going to trot out. Right? And, again, I, I'm as much of a problem solver as anyone else. So, again, show me these numbers, Ron, that, that point to trans women dominating sports. They're not. It's literally not happening. And I remember on that episode I did about our trans brothers and sisters, there's only been one, one trans champion in the NCAA, and it was NCAA Division Two. She won gold in the 100-meter hurdles and then got like sixth place in like the quarter hurdles. So, again, where is this domination and, and it ties back into the pride flag. It's things like this that continue to have this country demonized, not just our trans brothers and sisters. Nope. It's all of them that run on the spectrum. I mean, this is why the gay pride flag is, she, she said it, gang, a symbol of hate. Now, she said it without saying it. But again, it, it's it's the whole old only old glory act. And she straight up said, we don't want symbols of hate flying on, you know, American embassies and federal buildings. She was targeting, funny how she started that this month. Because again, it has flown outside of federal buildings before. And yes, the hardcore Christian conservatives have bellyached about it. And this also speaks to the sense of fucking entitlement. Again, one month one month where we recognize our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters as equals. One month. Yeah, don't worry. You guys can go back to hating them. But for 31 days, it's like, you know, you're not asking them to fuck one of them. We're not even asking y'all to shake their hands. Just one month of recognition. And you can't take, you know what this is? This is going to be weird. Because an atheist is getting ready to talk about a biblical parable. Holy shit. Is that story in the Bible? <clears throat> one dude had 99 sheep. His neighbor had one sheep. 
He couldn't stand the fact that his neighbor had one sheep. So he hopped the fence in the middle of the night and stabbed that fucker to death. He couldn't handle his neighbor having one fucking sheep. Hey, straight homophobic America. Guess what? You're still in charge. You are still fucking in charge. And someone wanting one month of recognition and you can't handle that. Who's the fucking snowflake now, bitch? But again, we're still creating problems. And by we, I mean Trump supporters. And I want to still say, gang, that there's a difference between a Trump supporter and a Republican. But that line has gotten so blurred, I don't know if I can say that anymore. But again, it's one month of recognition. And yet you you are literally the person who jumped the fence to slaughter someone else's fucking sheep. And yet you fuckers turn around and call everyone else a fucking snowflake. But again, the whole Old Glory Protection Act, it has never once been under attack. And here you fuckers are creating solutions. Congratulations. Again, after this show, gang, I think I'm going to go hang some fucking garlic in front of my house to keep Nosferatu from coming in, you know, just in case. These fuckers make me mad. Gang, Uncle Bobby has presented a whole lot of solutions. Problems. He's problems. Shit. (laughs) Now he's going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, for all you assholes who are still talking for other people, shut the fuck up. I mean, literally, shut the fuck up. Again, the overwhelming majority of problems in this country right now is that we are, again, too entirely busy sticking to our script. We are so married to our egos here that we we take what we believe to be true and then whoever you're talking to, we just automatically assume they think the exact opposite. I would dare to say most times that's not fucking true. Again, when an, when an agnostic or a Christian won't listen to an atheist when we tell them what atheism is, that is a prime example. The idiot on Twitter who sat there and out of nowhere just automatically assumed that I hate all guns without ever talking to me. Gang, if we all shut the fuck up for just two minutes and honestly listen to what someone else had to say, not only could we learn something, we may fuck around and learn that maybe we agree with this person. Next one up, Abby Shapiro, shut the fuck up. You are a hypocrite, Abby. You can't sit there and tell little girls to be modest while you are out cutting porno flicks. Again, I, I, I do not look up celebrity news. <clears throat> it goes against everything I believe in. It's like taking pictures of someone doing something fucked up at the gym. I don't do it. I'll laugh at them. Hell yeah. <laughs> but I won't take pictures. That, that's a cheap shot. But again, I looked you up, Abby. I sure did. And if for no other reason, it's because you make a career out of telling little girls to do A while your monkey ass is doing B. There are pictures on the internet, Abby, of you getting titty fucked. You spreading your legs. 
You you don't get to tell other little girls not to do X when that's all you ever fucking do. And the other thing that makes you a fucking hypocrite is talking about manly men. Harry Styles isn't masculine because he doesn't wear a dress. Hashtag according to you. But roll over right now, Abby, and look to see who's laying next to you. Because again, if you're just going off of stereotypes, madam, you just are. And your husband is about as non-stereotypically masculine as it fucking gets. Again, that guy probably in his tip-top shape ran the 40 meters in like nine and a half fucking days. I ran it in 4-4-3. I check every single fucking box of what is quote-unquote masculine, and I don't even call myself masculine because I think it's a useless fucking label. So if I'm not using it, maybe you should shut the fuck up as well. Give me a break. Totally not scripted, but number three on the list, making voting harder. Shut the fuck up. Again, it, it's we. Have, you guys have moved past. You guys have moved past not even trying to hide it. You are wearing it on your fucking sleeves on how hate-filled you are. Again, that that... These restrictive voting measures target a certain portion of the population, and I wonder who they're fucking targeting. Again, we should be making things easier, not harder. But you are so worried about these non-existent problems that you are creating solutions that don't make any fucking sense. They just aren't. Again, you, you, you don't carry around a gun with silver bullets, or maybe some of you assholes do, just in case at midnight fucking a werewolf jumps out and you can cap his ass. You don't do it. That's exactly what we're doing with voting right now. We are hanging garlic outside of voting booths to make sure Dracula doesn't come in. Shut the fuck up. Lastly, but not leastly, the fucking Old Glory Protection Act. Shut the fuck up. Again, still creating solutions for problems that don't exist. Again, y'all are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. You couch it and you don't want hateful symbols being flown outside of American embassies and federal buildings. But you guys fight like hell to keep the Confederate flag waving. I mean, again, do you not see that we are peeping you out? We can see what you're fucking doing. Get your ego out of it. Stop thinking about two guys fucking. Stop thinking about two girls fucking. Stop worrying about where trans people are taking a piss because it's not a problem. And it's definitely not your problem. Again, fucking, you want to talk about a snowflake. You want to talk about canceling. Y'all are the snowflakiest of all snowflakes and you have made a career out of canceling shit. So you should shut the fuck up. Gang, thanks for listening to me babble. I've held you long enough. The big guy is signing off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Let's go.